Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. You're listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Covering Mississippi State sports like nobody else. With Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad and Robbie Falk of 24-7 Sports. Powered by Taylor Construction Equipment. Whether you're looking to rent, lease, buy, or for service, contact Taylor Construction Equipment today at taylorconstructionequipment.com or call 662-446-1048. Now get ready for Thunder and Lightning. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Robbie Falk here with you on a, this is actually going to be on a Monday afternoon. Thanks for joining us here at supertalk.fm or wherever it is you get podcasts from. We appreciate all you guys out there, our great listeners, especially our servicemen and women out there taking care of us. I want to thank our sponsors over at Strange Brew Coffee House and Churn and Spoon Ice Cream. Start your day the right way with a trip to the drive-thru over at Strange Brew Coffee House here in Starkville or at Brupolo over in Tupelo. Be a little weird, Robbie, if Brupolo was in Standing Pine. Ooh, that would be a little weird. Yeah. I like that name, though. That's that's a good name. That is a census designated place in. Get a guess. North Mississippi. No. South Mississippi. No. Central. Yes. <laughs> wow. Leak County. Leak County it is one of eight communities of the Mississippi Band of Choctaw. Choctaw I was going to say it sounds Indian. Yeah. It sounds like population an Indian name. is ninety four percent Choctaw. Population of five hundred and seventeen. So it's. Is it like a reservation area? Uh, let me find it again here. Where did, where did it go? Standing Pine. Where did you go, Standing Pine? That's weird. I've never really heard of that place. Okay, so yeah, it's it's just down the road from Pearl River. So, Okay. What, what road is this? Take Highway 488. It's between Lena and Madden. I know exactly where that is. All right, then. Madden is where Leak Academy is. Okay, well, there you go. Yep. All right, we're, we're sort of killing time here. Uh, <laughs> you know what the drill is, strangerycoffeehouse.com. We've got some things to talk about. College Corner, collegecornerstore.com. That's the place to find maroon and white merchandise that you're looking for this holiday season. It's just this simple, guys. If you've got to find a place to go, go to College Corner. They've got everything you're looking for for the Bulldog fan in your life. College Corner, two locations to serve you in the Jackson area. Ridgeland by Fleet Feet, Flowwood by the Half Shell, or you can shop online at collegecornerstore.com. Restaurant Tyler, Starkville's flagship restaurant, guys. If you're going to be in Starkville, you need to make sure you're eating at Restaurant Tyler. For lunch, for dinner, for Sunday brunch, the best meal in town is at Restaurant Tyler. Best blue plate in town, great dinner, and of course, Sunday brunch can't be beat over at Restaurant Tyler. Every time you eat there, it's a special occasion. Enjoy yourself at Restaurant Tyler. 16 Priority One Bank locations throughout central Mississippi here to serve you. Go to PriorityOneBank.com to find a location near you. Open an account today. It's going to serve you and your family for a long time to come. It's important to bank locally, just like eating locally and shopping locally. That's what builds our strong communities here in Mississippi. If you live in central Mississippi, there's a Priority One Bank near you. Let Priority One Bank make you their priority. We were going to do an all-basketball podcast, but I don't think we'll do that now, uh, Robbie. I Why think, not? I think some things we, you know... Little, well, we could still do it. We, yeah, we've got to do some soccer at some point, but uh, let's let's put that off for another day, which reminds me, I'll just go ahead and let everybody know here at the beginning, we're going to hold off on the rumblings, cause, because I don't... Robbie, Once again, I, I had no say-so in this. Robbie, this two weeks in Robbie, a row. Right. You know full well, you know full well that the first question will be, 
Why do you think Arnett was fired? And the second question will be, who do you think will be the replacement? And that will be the entire rumblings. No, there there are some people that want to get we totally will skip away from 50 me. questions. That's fine. No. No rumblings. I've got to have something up to off topic. I mean, I I I'm we'll, just I will have something off topic. I'm in purgatory. But we got we this is the time we're going to have to do some work. Now. Look, I, know, I don't know about you. Look, you work you work over there on twenty four seven. Nobody works harder than Steve Robertson, so you're going to have to be a part. Uh, you know, you're going to have to do some work. It's just going to be part of it. So that's what I'm saying. It's just a little work. So Zach Arnett got fired today. <laughs> uh, let's share our stories of how you found out Zach Arnett got fired. Go ahead. <laughs> I was riding down the road after dropping my daughter off. I was almost home, and I saw – actually, I saw your message uh-huh. that Ross had just tweeted out, which, by the way, we called that. We nailed that I perfectly. exactly who was going to have that first. And, we, I mean, we're talking about we had change in leadership you know, with the logo on all that stuff. Oh, yeah. That's a that's – a, I mean, it's at this point, it's easy to decipher. Mm-hmm. But um, you, you had mentioned you thought it might be today. I'm a little surprised they did it. I thought if they were going to do it, they were going to do it yesterday. Mm-hmm. My guess is they wanted to let the Jimbo Fisher stuff blow over mm-hmm. and not look like they were just – I mean, I guess they did follow it up, but reactionary or whatever, um, I guess would be the word. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I'm a little surprised, but not really. I mean – I'm surprised in the sense that it doesn't feel like a Mississippi State move. Mm-hmm. This doesn't feel like something Mississippi State would normally do. You know, Jackie Sherrill was, uh, he resigned the in season. the middle of the season, but he finished everything out. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the next guy that was fired was Sylvester Croom, which was after the Egg Bowl. Mm-hmm. The next guy that was fired was Jim Moorhead, which was after the bowl game. Mm-hmm. So this was a little bit different move than what Mississippi State makes, but I think that this was Mississippi State saying that we're going to uh, Zach Selman even asked about why he did it at this time. Mm-hmm. He said that you know we need some juice, we need some excitement we need some we need a little change in leadership, and that's something that we've been talking about what Mississippi State needed was just something to to switch it up, get a little juice. He used juice a couple of times, which I yeah. thought was interesting that's been a word we've used. Uh, but you don't think, do you? Do you think he listens to us, Brian? Maybe not, but probably so because he'd like to be informed of what's going on in this fine university. <laughs> yeah. You know? Um, I'm always impressed when I hear him talk. I the actions we we that remains to be seen. But man, he says the right things, don't he? He does. He does. Um, I woke up. I, I got a phone call from a uh, a certain Godfather. Uh, who alerted me that there was a, uh, there was some some some. Nobody has his finger on the pulse, like like the Godfather. And of course, you know, um, when you, when you run a, a successful message, he, he's part of that on three thing I keep telling you about. I've uh, never been over to six packs. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So sure. Um, anyway, so I I did that, and I immediately I texted. I won't lie, I texted Ross Tellinger. I was like, why not? I was like, you hearing this? I was like, I guess got a, 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 a somebody saying this is happening, and he's like, I just got it. I was like, go, go ahead. Just you know, at that point, who cares? And uh, yeah, 
I, look, I was getting, I was literally putting on some tennis shoes, about to go for a walk. And I just looked at Jennifer and I was just like, I'm not going anywhere. She's like, why? I was like, ah, he just got fired. She's like, oh. So, I mean, 7.45 or whatever yeah. it was on a Monday is an interesting that's time. A, that's a good news drop news. time. Yeah. So, so uh, now it's done. Um, I feel like we can, you know, we can, everybody can breathe a little bit now. I mean, we, we, we talked about it yesterday, you know, going to the Davis Wade for the press conference and talking to Arnett felt like an exercise of futility. Mm-hmm. So MSU relieved us of that, and we got to talk to Zach Selman. Uh, a lot of, you know, we talk about coach speak. There is athletic director speak as well. Um, and there was a lot of that from, from, from Selman. But what I, I did get from him is almost an obscene amount of confidence in his ability to, to find the right coach for Mississippi State. You know, he talked about having a really deep network. And and when you think about it, he's right. You know, this is a guy who's been around the game of football his whole life, right? Does know a lot of people. I mean, never mind that, you know, he played college football and he's been in athletics. His father and his uncles are all American and NFL guys. So yeah, he is gonna have a deep network. The name Legends Sel- at a blue blood. Yeah. The name Selman has some weight in college football. You know, people are like, oh, the, there's gonna be a lot of oh, that's Dewey's kid. You know, there's going to be some of that. Mm-hmm. And so people will be interested in talking to him. And then, you know, people have been making Bob Stoops comments a lot. And I, Stoops isn't going to be the head coach of Mississippi State. But Bob Stoops is a guy that he would know. And Bob Stoops has contacts. And, and you, so you go back to that. And, you know, so Selman, I agree, you know, he's telling the truth there. He does have a deep network to pull from. I believe this. I believe that, you know, we're seeing a lot of hot boards today. Some some have some reasonable names, some not so much. Uh I don't think states. I don't think anybody has said who state's next head coach is going to be at this point. You think that it's these be, are these the, are all we're going to? Well, I'm just saying that, screens or this is. It's just going to. It, it tends to go that way, right? I almost mean, always when you start to see names, Jamie Chadwell is listed as the top yeah. possible pickup for Mississippi State. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're going to hire Chadwell, right? Um, and I, I see those odds that came out. Mm-hmm. I don't think any of those people. Are going to be hired just because that's just how it always goes. Seems like mm-hmm. all these names that get mentioned right off the bat almost never get hired. And Selman did the and John Mullen, Cohen. Moorhead and Leach were not on any first hot lists. Moorhead was not on Mississippi State's hot board until like two days before he was hired, mm-hmm. and then he popped up as a name of interest. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mike Leach was not anywhere to be mentioned until a day or two before right. he was hired. Right. So, you know, it, but, and, and Selma did the, the John Cohen thing today. No, yeah, don't, don't, don't believe what you hear until I say it, which the next time I say something will be when, when, I'm, entering, coach, when so. I'm introducing the head coach. Yeah. Um, I'd wanted to have him on the podcast like a couple of weeks ago. I guess I'm going to have to wait now. Yeah, exactly. Oh, well. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it, most of the time when you see those first names pop up, not going to be those guys. Um, that's, that's just usually how it goes. I would love to see Mississippi State hire Jamie Chadwell myself. I know a lot of people don't want to see that, but I think that's the I think that's the pond that they're going to be fishing in. Like I really do. I right. Mean, like, group of five head coach. Mm-hmm. Now I'll say this: I don't think they're going to hire a Power Five, or they have much of a shot at getting one, just because it's very difficult to hire a, a sitting Power Five coach at another Power Five if you're not a blue blood. But I would call some guys and just see what their interest level is because you never know. You, you truly never know 
what somebody's thinking. Somebody might be wanting to make a jump to the SEC. Somebody might be, um, you know, regionally tied to Mississippi State or something. You don't know. So I would at least, you know, dip my toes in there and see what some of those guys think. I'm going to call several of those guys. I don't think he's going to get the job, but would you call Mullen? Yes. Just to talk to him and pick his brain a little bit about some uh, uh, potential, about other potential candidates? Well, I, I would, would see what his thoughts are about coming back. There, there's have, a ton of people that have that, uh, you know, the, in the back of their mind, they still have that, you know, the bad breakup, yeah. still mad at him for that. This is the winningest coach in your in the program's history had he finished out that next year. He was going to pass Jackie Sherrill and wins no matter what mm-hmm. in 20, 2018. Mm-hmm. And be the all-time winningest coach at Mississippi State, I believe, four years ahead of Jackie. So this yeah. guy is, in my opinion, um, now I would argue Alan McKean, but just f- for the interest of you know people that have watched football that are still here with us, I, I believe Dan Mullen is the best coach Mississippi State's had from a program perspective. And that's no disrespect to Jackie Sherrill. What he did in 98 was incredible. Uh, but Dan Mullen took Mississippi State to heights that they had never been. He put players in the pros like they've never had before. He made superstars for the NFL. He turned Dak Prescott into a three-star that LSU wanted to play tight end into a quarterback for one of the most recognizable fr- franchises in sports, and he's going to end up probably being the most s- statistically successful quarterback ever in Dallas. Mm-hmm. So – to just dismiss Dan Mullen like you do, absolutely don't hire him, I think is is foolish. Dan Mullen, whether or not he likes recruiting or not, could still come to Mississippi State and win today. I, I firmly believe that. So I'm absolutely giving him a call, and that might that might upset some people that you know State might be interested in doing that, and I don't know if they are. I would guess that Mark Keenum is probably not interested in that, but I would at least give him a call and see. He might Mullen's probably not interested in coming back. I don't know, mm-hmm. but I'm not going to just dismiss one of, if not the greatest coaches in Mississippi State history, coming back. And if you th- if you think that he wouldn't be successful because it would be a second tenure, I would point to uh, Greg Schiano, who's who's just doing some better things at Rutgers. Um, Snyder, that Bill Snyder, that went to Kansas State, he went back for a second time. Mm-hmm. There's been people that have done that and been successful. So I, you know, I would not dismiss that at all. I don't know if he would be my number one, but he would definitely get a phone call from me. He knows the landscape. I just, I just don't see it happening. Just from my my thought process, I thought. Oh, I don't it. see it happening. I'm just saying I would call him. Yeah, I, I just don't know. I would. I would. I mean, want, can I, I get? <laughs> can I get a guy in here that can give Mississippi State another Jeffrey Simmons, Chris Jones, Fletcher Cox? Yeah, I don't know. Chad Bumpfus, Dak Prescott. But, yeah, bring that. Bring my, that I, back. My thought process is entirely around when I think about Mullen. I think of you got to just he has to commit to. I'm not hiring the same staff. Yeah, no, for sure. No Hevesy. No. For sure. you know, now, if you want to keep Coach Knox, you're okay, but. That's now, if he, you know, if if everything's good with Matt Bayless, if he wants to bring him in, yeah, we'll bring him back. I don't know. But, um, I mean, 
it's just uh, the mentality of the program, the mentality of the fan base has not been the same since he left. So I don't understand the people that are dismissing that like it's like it would be a terrible hire. I don't think it's I think it's be a terrible hire. I think what you would say is that Mullen was never a great recruiter. I know you just mentioned some of the guys he got, but you know and I but know that recruiting was not his strength as a coach. At and, the very least, if he's going to be able to evaluate at that level, mm-hmm. then that's good. That's good. I mean, but the landscape's my concern changed. is nowadays when you're having to re-recruit not only. You're not even to recruit just the players you want to bring in, but the players you've already got. Mm-hmm. You got to keep. I don't know that he would want to do that. What do you mean? I don't. Th- he no, doesn't want to. Yeah, I don't think if he wants to deal with the portal in NIL when he's making a very comfortable. He's got, he's got twenty million in the yeah, bank. Yeah, no, and, I I definitely think that's a factor for him. Yeah, uh, he's he's one of those that I think that he probably doesn't like the current. That's why I always thought that he would go to the NFL. He never did. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like I I'm just not going to dismiss. Dan Mullen, like, he didn't do anything. You know, like, he would be probably the most accomplished coach that you could hire this cycle. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. At Mississippi what, uh, State. Let's, let's talk more about Arnett in that. I'm not, I'm not overly – I really did think that there was a chance that he wasn't going to make it to the USM game. Um, and then I'll, I'll be honest with you. And I still don't know for sure that State will will beat USM. I, I feel like I would lean that way. But if he had lost that game, for sure he wasn't going to get to coach the Egg Bowl. But someone we were talking about, this is not the Mississippi State way. You know, Cheryl resigned and finished out the season. Croom uh, uh, got to finish out the season. Um, Moorhead was going to come back, and then you have the the, the off the field stuff happening. But this is very uncharted territory for Mississippi State. We were uh, before the uh, the press conference. I was talking with Steve about uh, interim coaches in the Egg Bowl. And we were able to think of two, and they were both at Ole Miss, and they were both interim coaches that were hired. They had coached the whole season, Joe Lee Dunn and Matt Luke. Mm -hmm. And they were hired because there were some NCAA issues at Ole Miss at the time, and they had to fire their coach in the summer. And so they had just coached the whole season through. This is kind of a a very unique circumstance for, for the Egg Bowl and for Mississippi State to have an interim coach because of a mid-season firing. Yeah, it doesn't happen. And Zach Selman made it clear that he just didn't like what he was seeing on the field. Mm-hmm. He even made some comments about he knows what good coaching is. And, I mean, it just wasn't – I mean, it was clear. We all saw it. Mm-hmm. My my only question was, you know, because we, we just didn't know Zach Selman well enough to know if he would make this move. Mm-hmm. But there was no question this wasn't going to work. That's why when I see articles from people that haven't covered this team mm-hmm. saying, like, what's Mississippi State doing? Like, that that's just an uninformed take. Right. That's just not knowing the situation. Because this is – you talked about it being unusual with Mississippi State and Ole Miss, the Egg Bowl, making a move midseason. It was unusual what Mississippi State had to do to make this hire. The coach died in the middle of bowl prep. Mm. There was – there's there's nothing about this that is the norm. This just doesn't happen. There hasn't been many coaches that have died in the middle of the season. So it's the whole situation is just not normal, uh, not not the norm that we see in college athletics. And that's why I think it was kind of, you know, whatever direction they were going to go, I don't think 
very many people could argue it um, because it was just such a weird situation. But I think when we actually saw the play on the field and you see how discombobulated things are, I don't think there's any other decision you could make. And I think it goes back to what we something you and I have been hitting on really hard this season is the the, the demeanor of Zach Arnett on the sidelines yeah. at these press conferences that he himself was not comfortable with what he was doing. Mm-hmm. And you can't win like that. You can't win being somebody that you're not. Um, so, you know, kudos to Selman for seeing what we were seeing. Yeah, you know, and deciding at at, at that moment. I mean. This was a tough move for him. This is the first big move he's had to make. Exactly. You know, it's funny. When I first I interviewed him about uh, two weeks after he was hired for the live show, and I made the comment that, you know, I, we, I asked him about hiring. I was like, you know, hiring is such a big part of what athletic directors do. And I was like, you've got two first-year basketball coaches. Your baseball coach just won a national title, and you got a first-year football coach. It's like, you're not going to have to do any hiring for a long time. Mm-hmm. And instead... He's got one now, and another one's on deck. Now, the basketball coaches look like they're okay. Yeah. Um, I don't know. The women did fall out of the top 25 today, so. Um, I don't know what that was all about. but I do. I mean, you had unranked teams beat ranked teams. Yeah, I guess so. Um, but anyway, regardless of that. So I feel like I jinxed him a little bit. You because, did jinx him. It's all your fault. I'll take the blame. Okay. You know, I got no problem taking the blame. Uh, as long as you tune into Thunder and Lightning. Um, and leave a five-star review. Five-star review. What's yeah? Let's let's try to put a timeline. You know, or someone didn't want to give us a timeline today, but let's just you know, I, I'm going to start the timeline at Friday the 24th, the day after the Egg Bowl. Mm-hmm. All right, because no coach is leaving his team to come in before that. No, I mean the only one that you could get in that time is Mullen. Yes. What so, and what they're doing right now is talking to agents. Right. The coaches so, aren't even having a ton of conversations. Correct. So that begs the question. You know, let, let's try to put a timeline on it. When do you foresee Mississippi State having its coach in place? Signing day is, if I'm correct, the 13th. Is that correct? Of December? It'll be the 13th or the 20th, probably. I mean, let me double check. I'm pretty sure I'm right. That's not, don't do that on Twitter, Brian. You'll look like an idiot. Last year's signing day was the week after that. It is Second. the 20th. You're correct. Okay. That's what I thought because so that's good. Arnett was hired on the 14th, I think. Okay. So they had a week to go. Maybe they pushed it back um, the last couple of years. I think you need a coach in place two weeks leading up to sign a day. I would say before the SEC championship, they need to have a coach. That is anywhere from the 25th to the second, the second is the is the championship game. I think it would be nice if you had a guy that could get some headlines during the SEC championship. Yeah, could you get a? Did you get somebody hired on the first by the first? So you're saying you, Glenn Schulman? Oh, is that who's going to be? That's, that would be a nice little little. Well, I mean, that's uh, what happened. You remember that's what happened with with State with Mullen. Was, it was there the was. national championship game? They kept pointing out, hey, he's headed to Mississippi State. State had a ton of juice during that during that time period. Yeah. State needs somebody right there. Which is funny, by the way, because they didn't have any juice. Uh, going back, they didn't have any juice as a program. No. You know, they were boring. Nobody this is wanted very, to play there. This, this reminds me of 08. Yeah. This year reminds me of 08. Um, I, I fear that the Egg Bowl is going to as well. 
The only thing I'll say now, when you got got rid of Ornette, I think this team is going to have a little bit of juice the next two weeks. I think they're going to have a renewed sense of. I almost wish they had waited another week. Just and play just, Southern, yeah, because you remember Arkansas. They had they fire Enos and they had, they go down to Florida and win the, the week. The after. next week they lose forty eight to ten to, to Auburn. It's like maybe you should have just waited one more week. But regardless. JJ Harrell says as long as Bumpus is here, he's here. I think Bumpus. We can talk a little bit about that. You know, when you look at this staff, obviously Barbe and Brock are going to be gone. Yeah, uh, I would imagine Will Friend is probably, and and I I know for, I would imagine Mike Schmidt is gone, but uh, Will Friend. Friend has a chance to stay because he's a Mississippi guy and he's a good recruiter and he's connected to your top-rated recruit. The offensive line has just been it's been bad. It's, it's been bad but, this year, but I don't know how much of that is the the the, the way the, the offense change. yeah. I, so like we and we acted like it wasn't going to be preseason. Cole Kubler tried to it, tell us we we should have listened to Cole. I should have known Cole is a hundred thousand times smarter than both of us combined, mm-hmm. and he actually played football. We have better actually, hair though. I hate the, like, did you ever play football? But, like, Cole actually is way smarter than us. You don't have to have played football to talk about football and to know football. Yes. But if you did play, you probably know more than the next guy. Yeah. We uh, we were blinded with optimism. But that's, Bumpus that's is a guy. Say. Bumpus. Bumpus, David Knox, Turner. Turner. Knox needs to stay. Hughes. I, I don't know. I mean, maybe Knox stays in the analyst thing, but he needs to stay. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's been good ever since he's been here. Mm-hmm. He's now helped you it, with uh, two interim tags, mm-hmm. and his family loves it here. I would, I would keep Knox on board with whatever you know they have for him, and then Bumpus too. I mean, he's. I mean, there's a lot of people, not a lot of people, but there's some people that are skeptical of him too. But I, what can we judge from him with this offense? I, I can't look at this offense and say it's, you know, Chad Bumpus's fault or it's Will Friend's fault or any position coach. I think the offense and the, the whole scheme of it has just kind of been very blah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so... I don't know, man. I don't. I don't know what you do here with this staff. I, I hope Bumpus is safe. And how do you build this staff? I mean, the whole like Mississippi ties thing was great in principle, mm-hmm. but we haven't I? really seen anything. But I mean, how much is that is Zach Arnett? And yeah. I just don't. I don't know. I. I mean, what are you looking for in a coach here? Well, let's let's talk about that, but let's let's do this ad break first. Let's brought to you our friends over at uh, the Mississippi Beef Council, who want to remind you that beef it's what's for dinner. If you're cooking out this weekend, whenever you're cooking out, make sure you're throwing beef onto the grill. Everybody likes it. Everybody wants it. Nobody goes home from the the cookout unhappy when there are steaks on the grill. Beef it's what's for dinner. Thanks to our friends at the Mississippi Beef Council. Two Brothers Smoked Meats in the heart of the Cotton District is the place to find smoked Southern soul food. When you're in Starkville, you've got to make a trip to Two Brothers Saturday after the Mississippi State Southern Miss game. If you want to head over to Two Brothers, great place to sit down and watch the evening's uh, slate of college football and enjoy some great, great food. Right there in the heart of the Cotton District, smoked Southern soul food and a Bulldog Initiative business at Two Brothers Smoked Meats. Great products, great service. Every business likes to promise it to you. They deliver it to you at Advantage Business Systems, and they've been doing that now for 49 years. That is a long time, guys. 
and they've been taking care of you. If you are already a customer Advantage Business Systems, you know everything I'm telling you is true, that when you have a problem with something they've sold you, they fix it, and they fix it quickly. You're not waiting around for days or weeks. Your business can't afford to wait around. They don't make you do it at Advantage Business Systems. 601-362-9192 or visit them online. ABSMS.com. Find out how Advantage Business Systems will help your business do business. The Rogue and the Collegiate Collection at The Rogue. Guys, with the holidays coming up, Dad, you want to get him a new pullover, a new polo, get it from The Rogue. You want to try their great new uh, polos. They've got all the logos that you want, the interlocking, the state script, the M over S. Fantastic styles, easy to love stuff. Check it out at The Rogue in Jackson or therogue.com. Don't live the three-stripe life. Shop at The Rogue. I think we talk about building the staff, Robbie. It's first thing we talk about building the team. And you know as well as I do that in this day and age and the, the transfer portal, a lot of guys are going to be putting out tweets. They're going to be putting out you know, comments. They're going to enter the portal. I think what Mississippi State fans need to realize is that last year keeping guys around is kind of the reason you're in the position you are. You, you kept some guys maybe you shouldn't have. You should have just told them it's, it's time to go. And gone and gotten some new faces, um, but those guys are gonna want to. They they're gonna act like they want to leave. You got to let guys go. In this day and age, you have to be willing to say, "Look, if you want to leave, leave, and we'll, 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 you know, we're gonna play football without you next year. It'll it'll be fine." It doesn't matter who it is. You have to be willing to to accept that. Um, and then you know, nil. We've been talking about it. It it it's in a it's in a good spot right now, but they they still need contributions. Mm-hmm. So, if you're a Mississippi State fan right now, the two most important things you can do for your own mental health are when you see guys hitting the portal, just say, wish you the best, and make sure you're, you're taking care of Charlie Winfield's group so that the next guys that come in can be taken care of for Mississippi State. Agree. It goes back to what I said a few weeks ago when with this coaching hire. You cannot be concerned about next year mm-hmm. or the roster. I mean... You are concerned about it, but that that doesn't make decisions for you. And also for for fans, just to put your mind at ease, just just remember that state is is starting fresh here. And let's be honest, a lot of Mississippi State's issues is what they have on the roster right now. I mean, I'm not going to call anybody out by name, but there's a lot of uh, players on the roster that it's time to move on. It's try it's time to start fresh mm-hmm. in a lot of ways. So. There's really no reason for people to get emotionally invested in the current uh, roster and the recruiting class. Mississippi State's um, and the next coach is not going to be judged uh, solely on what he does next season. But one thing I'll say is almost always when a new coach is hired, there is a positive uptick for the program. It almost always works out to where the, the recruiting class is held together. They even get a bump uh, in the recruiting process before signing day, stuff like that. So as long as you get somebody in here with enough time to get going in the transfer portal, which I think opens the 5th, I think, or something right. like sure. that, um, sure. you get somebody in here before that, you get somebody in here before signing day to get on the road and – build those relationships and things like that, you're going to be okay. And I think most of the roster, too, will stay intact. There's going to be a lot of teams poaching players and all that. Don't concern yourself with that. Just worry about 
who Mississippi State hires and who they're getting out of the transfer portal because in this day and age, the transfer portal can change a lot for you for the good and the bad in one year. And I think State's going to have to get a lot of players out of the portal this year. Mm-hmm. And For sure. Zach they were Selman, going to have to do that regardless. Correct. Yeah. correct. Zach Selman was absolutely correct, too. Now is the best time to start giving to Bulldog Initiative. Mm-hmm. You want to have something in place to show the head coach that, hey, we can we can make this happen. Because that is more of an assurance to a coach now than something in his contract. Mm-hmm. Having NIL in place inside the SEC, that is a given. You have to have it. And so Mississippi State fans, the product right now stinks. I get it. It's been tough. But if you want to sell Mississippi State to a prospective coach, mm-hmm. you need it. You, you, you need to be a board I mean, How great would it right? be for, you know, Zach's going to go talk to his top candidate, whoever that is, and go, oh, and by the way, coach, we've been able to add another million, you know, million five to our NIL since we, uh, we, we, we made this move. Yeah. You know, to bring in, to help you bring in players. I mean, that, that would be, that goes a long way. Yeah. Uh, no question about and, it. And I don't want to dismiss, you know, what Mississippi State can do financially, too, mm-hmm. I think that is going to be a big selling point because I think they are willing to... I think State's going to going to overpay on this one. I, I think, think they need to. I think they, I think they want to make a statement. Because, you know, with, with look, I understand why they paid Arnett what they paid him. I understand. Mm-hmm. You know, there was no need to get involved in a huge contract with a completely unproven guy. But now, you you know, Lane Kiffin makes $9 million a year. Yeah. You can't bring in a coach at, like, 3.5, no, even, no, no, no. even if it's a big raise for them. Even if you find a coach who's making like a I don't know what J, uh, G.J. Kenny is making. But, He's making like 800000 Okay, So getting $3 million a year would be a huge raise to him. But well, it, doesn't, like, I mean, it people, doesn't matter. You, you, need, you need to start him at like five and just say, yeah. just so you show that you're, hey, we're willing to spend. Like the people like Mississippi State's not an attractive job. You go into a group of five head coaches' office mm-hmm. and write him a check for $5 million to yeah. – $8 million, it's going to be an attractive the job. The SEC is the premier conference football, college football conference in America. There's yep. only 16 of these jobs. Now, and I'll say... It is, it is a choice it's not. Job. It's not as an attractive job to Power 5 coaches. Right. But for a group of five, we're talking about, you know, some of the names that have come up, Troy's John Summerall, G.J. Kinney, you know, Jamie Chadwell's a little different because Liberty, for some reason, is just playing, well, paying a, a billion dollars for football. Yeah. Uh, their co- Chadwell's making four mil, and I think his buyout is huge. Yeah, um, and they're paying. Uh, he Summerall makes just shy of a million. I mean, if you walk into his office and say, "Here's five million," he's coming. He's going to take the job. He's, he's probably coming. Now, you know, if Kentucky opens up, he'll probably bolt for that because that's his alma mater. Yeah. But th- these guys are. I mean, you can you can change a lot of minds with money, mm-hmm. and. There's a lot of good coaches out there, especially in the group of five level. But I would go talk to some power five coaches right off the bat mm-hmm. and say, hey, are you interested in this? Would you come to Mississippi State? Here's $7 million. Seven, $8 million, I think, is yeah. what Mississippi State can do. I think seven to eight is I would where take, they can. And I would take some big shots. Mm-hmm. I would Like Chris Kleiman, I'd call him. Chris Kleinman and Lance Leopold, the two Kansas coaches, mm-hmm. are two of the coaches I would call first mm-hmm. out of the Power Five. He makes five point five million a year. Kleinman does. If you Jonathan say, if you say Smith, I'm one of the, the yeah. guy at Oregon State. Jonathan Smith is very interesting because Oregon State is out of the pack. There's no Pac-12 anymore. Yeah. 
So they they have no you have path something to, the to sell to him because he, he's an alum of Oregon right, State. But right. do you want to be an alum coaching a Mountain West school? There's there's so much in the air with them. You can come here and have a sustainable situation. If you call Kleiman and you're like seven. We give you seven point five a year. He's he's he may not take it, but he'll listen. He's and making pretty he's, good money, isn't he? He's, he's making just five point five. But in, in the buyout, it's going to be pretty large. Probably. He he's again, got an extension. You just you have to take you have to spend the money. If you can get Chris Kleiman, if he says I'm willing to do that, if you'll pay the what I got to pay, great football here, coach. Then you take it. Great football coach. Yeah. Lance Leopold, great football coach. So both of those guys can coach football. They've so done it. So I would take everywhere. some shots at guys like, like that. I'm trying to think around the big the Big Ten. Who 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 would be somebody that would gonna be worth Don't say Matt Campbell, please. That's been a guy that's been talked about. He's been so up and down, but they're up this year. This is a year where maybe he might get off the. I, I, I don't. I don't want. I, don't. I know. I know. I'm with you. I'm trying to think like who else? Like Gundy. Eh. I, what about I, Brian Ferentz? They just got rid of him at Iowa. Ooh, like father, like son. <laughs> we we call Kirk Ferentz and say <laughs> we'll take you and your son, but you got to bring the defensive guy too. And Brian can coach tight ends or something. No, he's the, he will be the offensive coordinator. You want to go through that? They're going to go ten and two this year. I can live with the lack of yeah in the Big Ten though. I, That's, I can, they I can play. They don't have very many high scoring offenses in that league. They can get away with it. It's true. Um, um, but I mean, but I would take some shots at, at some big guys, and then you can always fall back. No, I agree to the next level. I agree. And people, some people are mentioning Texas A and M. Not the same pond. They're fish. They're deep sea fishing. They're out there looking for 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 the big. Boys. Oh yes. Yeah, they're, they're not in a pond. I still think it's a no-brainer to me. They should hire Mike Elko. Like I, I, I know you said Urban. I don't think Urban's going to go there. I think the best move for them is Elko. He knows the landscape yeah. there. He's been successful now at another Power Five. To me, it's easy. Elko, Norvell, Guys like that. I mean, it's Norvell will be a fantastic choice for Texas A and M if they could pull him away. I don't know if you, if you want to do that again. Florida State to Texas A and M. Maybe it's cursed. I, I'm telling. I would just go Elko. Elko if I was would be them, a very interesting I would go choice. Elko. But that, like that, that you're correct. Mississippi State is not mm-hmm. fighting with Texas A and M for a coach. Nah, you don't have to worry about that. Mississippi State is fighting with Arkansas if they come open. Yeah, people like that. So, and for God's sakes. Please don't mention Shane Beamer. Oh, just no. Oh, I, that guy's going to go four and eight this year at South Carolina. You can't bring how him. How is that even a possibility? Yeah. I know people are saying that he's got a connection to, to settlement, but it doesn't matter. Yeah, I and like I see that like so just because they're friends. Yeah. No, that to so, me that should automatically disqualify a coach. Yeah. Yeah. If you're if you're now, hiring somebody based on him if, being your friend, if Beamer was going to go nine and three this year, then maybe it makes a lot of sense. But yeah, he's but not. That's doing not it. what you're doing. You're you're just saying it's just because they're friends. South Carolina is at a is a similar program to Mississippi State. I would say they probably have better resources yeah. than Mississippi State, and he's not winning there in a SEC East that has been traditionally really weak. Yeah. So no, I'm. Yeah, you cannot go. That's not going to fire up anybody. All right. Obviously, there's going to be a lot more information to come. Uh, we'll see where it brings us. There is no more uh, MSU announced today that Greg Knox will be on the SEC teleconference on Wednesday. Other than that, no media availability of any kind. So no no assistant coaches, no players. It just they, They're going to go on lockdown. We'll talk to players after I, the game. I totally get that. I get it. Yeah, man, 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 there's no point in putting anybody out there. I, I made the joke. I was like, they should just go get Austin Williams. 
Just until <laughs> Austin come back and he can be he can be their sponsor. Jet could handle it. Right Jet now. could handle it. There's no question. But up Blake Toppenheimer, better call Dan Mullen. It's it's, it's that's going to be that's going to be the big thing today. That has been the popular. That's going to be the big thing today. So we'll we'll yeah. see where it takes us. Guys, back tomorrow. We'll talk hoops tomorrow. We'll talk. Uh, we need to talk some women's soccer. Coach Armstrong is doing a great job over there. Plus, any new information, this recruiting, anything like that, we'll we'll obviously get on that too. The rumblings will return. I promise. Just not this week. Robbie, it'll be okay. I'm mad at this. Yeah. Well, you'll live. All right. Talk to you guys tomorrow for Robbie Falk. I'm Brian Haydad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi Media Production.